Women Make Waves is an NC Fit podcast. What's up, listeners? Welcome back to the Women Make Waves podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay, and today we are doing a host episode. Laura, Ariel, and myself are sitting down for some girl chat. Now, this podcast was inspired by the guys over at the Effort Over Everything podcast, the men of NC Fit, Jason, Gabe, and MDV. And we were like, you know what? If the dudes can bro out and have their conversations, the girls can too. So today we are all over the map. We talk about different self-care practices, why Laura likes scary movies. If you're anything like Ariel and I, we cannot stand them. We talk about giving and receiving compliments, how to ask for help, creating connection and compassion. We go all over the place today, and it was so fun to sit down and chat with the girls. If you loved hanging out with us, be sure to leave the show a five-star rating and review so that more people see it. Sharing it helps us so, so much get in front of different eyes, different audiences, and allow us to continue to have the conversations that we love. Also, if you want to hang out with us a little more, be sure to download the NC Fit app. You will have trainers like myself and Ariel guiding you through follow-along workouts. You have daily programming, a movement library, all of the things you could possibly need for training right in your pocket. So be sure it's available on Android, iPhone, all the goodies. Find it on Apple or Google. You will be stoked. Until next week, enjoy the show. So you keep getting hives. Yeah. So I, uh, the bout has circled back again. I haven't had hives in like five to six months and then all of a sudden it's back. So I'm trying to do all of the stress management to keep everything else level so that maybe my body can kind of work through whatever it's working through. What are the stress things that you're trying to get rid of? Um, well, I see that's the thing is I don't really feel stressed necessarily, but if you look at the past few weeks, it's been very stressful. Like my brother moved in with us, which is a fantastic. I love seeing him. It's a change of routine though. So that's a little bit of a stress. And then my parents moved here. That's just another change of routine. Very exciting, but still out of our routine. We ate out a ton more the past few weeks just because we've been kind of celebrating and all these things. And those are all stressors on your system. So I think that And then we are starting to plan the wedding. So now it's like all of these extra things. So it's just. I feel like for sure, like with high performers and with high performance anxiety, it's like we almost don't realize, right? But it's like sometimes like those physical things in our body is like, hey, by the way, here are some hives. Hey, by the way, like I'm going to make you so tired that you can't do anything for two days. For me, I'm always stepping back and being like, hmm, maybe I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) maybe there's a lot going on right now (laughs) how many times have you been like talking to somebody and you're just catching up and they're like what do you do like why are you so busy and you did like there was never a point in your recount of whatever you were talking about that you registered it as busy at all yeah yeah it's so interesting though because you can be so high functioning in this space and you just like can just keep going with, and we always talk about, you know, like the whispers, like your body whispers before it slaps you in the face. And there are always things that are whispers. Like maybe you have IBS that like you don't normally have. Maybe you aren't really sleeping as well, which isn't really normal for you. Like things like that are little whispers 
and then hives are slap in the face, <laughs> right? Or like, she's like extreme fatigue is a slap in the face. Like yeah. your body's like, just like, hello, wake up. We had to cancel multiple podcasts because I had no voice. <laughs> yeah. Literally our bodies are insane at telling us what we need. We just like never listen. I feel like as I'm getting older too, it's getting much louder. Like when I was younger, I could just like ride this out for a long time. And now like if I have one night of bad sleep, my body's like, hi, excuse me. Like you can't function for the next six days. Just lay down. Right. Exactly. You need to lay down right now. Yeah. <laughs> or I will lay you down. All right, Bloom, what's your favorite self-care practice? Like you've got all the time in the world got whatever resources what is it okay my morning routine is like my biggest flex of self-care um and that's one thing that i've gotten away from the past few weeks but my favorite thing is when i wake up in the morning to come into our office and like i have a yoga mat that i lay down it's actually an nc fit mat and shameless um, plug shameless shameless plug shameless plug wipe up Go to the store. And be fit <laughs> Can, we shop. Can we do that on the podcast? Can we swipe up? I don't know. We can do whatever we want. It's our show. Yeah. Okay. Well, swipe up. Um, but yeah, so I roll out the MC mat and I do like a 10 to 15 minute yoga practice. And then we have a neck hammock and I sit and I meditate with my head in the neck hammock. And usually um, I wake up or I come out of it like I literally just went to cloud nine. And it is like, wait, what's a neck hammock? Is it just neck? So it's like this weird contraption that does not look relaxing. I'm telling you, it looks ridiculous, but it's so torturous. It's so relaxing though. So it, it gets suspended from the doorway. So like you put it over the door and then you close the door and then it has just this like literally like a hammock for your head and your head sits in it and it basically is traction so it's pulling your head away from your shoulders so oh, it's giving, wow. yeah so it gives you that little bit of release of pressure on your spine can i tell Lord. you my most irrational fear about those things what that your head's gonna fall off you're gonna pop no. off um no but um, <laughs> that, I'm gonna be, that i'm gonna be in it and someone's gonna open the door and i know i know that it's to a closet it doesn't matter. There's somebody in that closet that's ready to be like, surprise, bitch. <laughs> Just get like a concussion, like whacked in the head. Yeah. Yep. Went through oh, the rational man. thoughts for your, what is this air? Monday morning. <laughs> Welcome to a glimpse into our brains. It's 11 11 right now here. So everyone make a wish. Oh, it's 9 11 here. Yikes. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> uh Laura, your self-care. Go. Oh man, my self-care. Well, most of my self-care is spent outside, either running or biking, but there are times when I try to make myself do self-care that doesn't involve movement. But um super big fan of baths and hair masks and face masks. So just like cover myself and all what's a what? What's a hair mask? It's like a mask for your face, but Bloom, for your hair. what? <laughs> what? Why are you saying like you like I should know this? Because this you should. Yes. This is like normal thing. I mean, it's definitely more normal than a neck hammock. <laughs> it's just a mask that you put in your hair to like 
you know, they have ones that cleanse your roots or rejuvenate your ends. And like mine's like for color care and like binding the proteins in my hair. Even if it doesn't work, it's fun. (laughs) I'll send you one. I'll send you one. But um, no, that's my self-care. And it's just like forces me to relax. Maybe I read sometimes. But um, hair and face masks, number one. Lindsay, what's your immediately goes to Google. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I've literally never heard of this before. I'm so fascinated by a hair mask. They're delightful. Wow. <laughs> I think my hair needs it. <laughs> just looking at it. Uh, Lindsay, what's yours? I mostly just get blacked out drunk. <laughs> sick, sick. Sick, sick, sick. Quality uh, advice. Let's yeah. unpack that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's dive in. You guys don't need a vacation if you just drink to the point that you don't know where you are. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just We're kidding. kidding. This is the no. most self-deprecating thing. Like, guys, listeners, that's a joke. Um, joke. Joke. I, I don't know. I mean, I think it oscillates depending on what my body needs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's times when I had to have this conversation with a client the other day, like Netflix is self-care right? Like if you just want to like downregulate your nervous system, not do anything except sit on your couch and like veg out, that's fine. Now don't do that for like 12 hours, right? Or even maybe four. But like, if I know that I've been going, 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 just giving myself the permission to like, in my eyes, quote unquote, be a piece of shit, right? Like I want to just sit on the couch with like a snack sitting on my stomach and like veg out. Um, and then other times, you know, if I feel like I've just been grinding behind our, right, we all work remote. So my biggest thing about our company, obviously there's a lot of aspects of it that I love, but I loved going into the office and seeing you guys every day. Like Mm -hmm. Zoom works to an extent, but like, not really. Like, I want to see you. I want to hug you. I want to be in your energy and in your presence. And so if I'm feeling that, if I'm feeling like a connection depletion, then I'll go, you know, I'll host a barbecue or I'll do something where like I can be around the people that I want to be around. Um, or at least that I have access to be around. It's a little bit harder for me to get out to Texas every time I want to see bloom, but, um, you know, (laughs) creating, (laughs) creating connection where I can. I love that. Yeah, and I think it's so hard, Linz, like, t- to your point, for us all living in, like, a society that's very individualistic and a society that pats people on the back for, for trying 120% in work and fitness and nutrition. You know, we're so far on that spectrum to, like, take a moment back and, you know, as you were saying, be like, what does my body need right now? Do I need to rest? Do I need connection? Do I need nourishment? And to listen and do that without guilt or shame that society might might put on you. Do you ever feel that way or like you bloom too? Because I know that's something that I struggle with, right? If I'm like watching Netflix the whole time, I'm like, shit, I should be doing X, Y, Z. What did you say, Lindsay? I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. Like this, and it's like totally ridiculous. Right. Well, well so- we're, go ahead, go ahead Lindsay. Oh my God, we're too kind. Um, so I think that there's a lot there. One thing is that, I, and Amy actually talked about this in her episode, like the importance of self-compassion. And I think that that's one of the most beautiful things that we get to see working in the fitness industry is like, everyone lives exactly the life that you're saying. Like you're not doing enough. 
why aren't, if you're not working a 12 or 14 hour day, like, are you even working? Right. Like we have this, the American dream, like <laughs> shot our nervous system, <laughs> if I'm being honest, but, um, to, to take that time to reflect and to take that time to slow down. I think as coaches, we get to see that, right? Like sometimes obviously like you're not really slowing down if you're hitting some gnarly Metcon, but those, your athletes are in your class for one hour and they get to hear positive affirmation for an hour. Like you are doing enough, you are moving. I'm so happy you're here, right? Whether that's like a high five when they walk through the door or like checking in on something they had told, right? Like my kid's t-ball game is this weekend and like asking how that went, right? they're getting the connection, they're getting positive reinforcement, they're getting all these things that, you know, employers typically don't give, like, friends give it to you when you're, like, in a pile on the floor crying about something, and they're like, no, sweetheart, you are enough, and you're like, why can't you just tell me I'm enough before it looks like I physically need it, and so that's why I think that the gym is so great. I agree, I feel like that's such a, I feel like a lot of times coaches, we don't, we take that for granted. Like we don't see it as that's the impact we have on people because it seems and it can feel like we're just there to make them move better, make them healthier. But that actually means giving back to their energy bucket by giving them positive affirmation, by making sure that it's the best hour of their day. Because even if it literally isn't actually the best hour of their day, maybe they have a great life outside of the gym. You never know. You never know what someone needs to hear and you never know what somebody needs energy-wise when they walk in the door. So I think it can be so incredibly powerful that we get to give people that. Yeah, I mean, it's like we have the power and not even coaches, but everyone has the power to make a difference in someone's day with however you treat them, whether it's a smile or, you know, you're helping them pick something up or, you know, I know when I run and I'm on the trail and somebody, another runner smiles and waves at me, I immediately get like a, yeah, like this is awesome. Like I'm running fast. Like we all have that power to impact people in the smallest ways. Heck yeah. I love that you said that though. Cause that's so true. Like I love walking around, especially around here because we live like four miles off a main road. So everybody walks around in this neighborhood and like, I'll be walking by myself and I'll have headphones in, like listening to a podcast or anything. And anyone I see, they smile and wave and it makes me feel so freaking good. And it's literally just because you're getting that like exchange with someone, even if it's a nonverbal exchange, even if they like don't like we don't know each other but being able to just connect and like what like that little head nod is so powerful and I feel like we overlook that a lot in our lives yeah I agree especially like I could geek out on this for like three hours because I studied media theory but like social media and these other forms of connection that aren't yeah, they're great for certain things, but they're not like true, impactful human connection. Like we're hardwired to, to need, right? So like, we're all so stuck in, in our own worlds almost. And I mean, I know every time that I have some interaction with, with someone like you were just saying, I feel, I like walk away and I'm like, yeah, I feel good now. <laughs> like, that's weird. You know? <laughs> I love it. My friend posted this thing the other day and I like shamelessly want to steal it from him. He was like, I have a confession. Like I've been hoarding compliments and like, right. Obviously that like 
piques your interest and you want to keep reading the caption. Um, so shouts out to Jordan for having an interesting caption. But um, he was basically saying that he thinks so many nice things or thinks things about people and then doesn't mm -hmm. say them because it's like, well, what if it's weird or if it's off putting or the stranger thinks I'm hitting on them or whatever it is when it's like, no, like I legitimately just like love that girl style or like that person has an incredible whatever. And so I've, I call it compliment Tourette's. Like I'm trying to find a good way to like say things to people. And it just is like blurting out of my mouth to strangers. I'm like, you have nice eyes. And like, keep walking. <laughs> I like your shoes. <laughs> I can be like running away. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really working on it. I'm working on one, giving more compliments, but also two, how hard is it for you guys to take compliments? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's something I worked on a ton this year was like, being able to receive compliments because I think we're really good at receiving feedback. Um, but we're mostly good at like taking constructive feedback and like putting that into practice. But if someone is like, Hey, you're doing a really good job. I totally like, I used to be like, Oh no, that wasn't me. Like that wasn't my work. Like this was the work of the team. And like, yes, it's good to be humble in some places, but like receiving a compliment is and can be incredibly challenging. Yeah. Like, why is it so hard to just say thank you? Right. I know. It's just like saying no to something that, you know, you can't take on. Right. Right. It's like the same thing. It's like, why can't I just say no? Right. Why can't that be a full sentence? I mean, it is. It yeah. is. We just it don't is. say it. <laughs> well, how do we? Okay. So this is the thing. If you want to seem like the team player, Especially like you think about being women in a male dominated space, words are hard today. How do we then like maintain that level of, I am a team player. I am willing to go the extra mile for the team. And also I have boundaries. Yeah. It's so tough because I think that especially for me, my boundaries are getting clearer and more concrete as I like inch closer to 30. So maybe it's just like knowing your, your priority and what your, I don't want to say being a team player isn't a priority, but basically like the whole like oxygen mask thing, right? Like yeah. when it drops down in the airplane and you put yours on first, that used to confuse the hell out of me. Like when I was a, a kid, right? I was like, why wouldn't you save the kid next to you? Like, they don't know what this thing is popping down out of the ceiling. What the hell? And then, you know, it's like, well, if I'm not breathing, if I go unconscious, if I, if I die, like then nobody gets help. Right. And, you know, like I, my best friend is getting married and I am actually flying out to Denver today to go celebrate his, his, um, engagement. And I was like shaking, writing Gabe actually, that I was like, Hey, I'm going to be out of office Thursday and Friday. And it was like, I sat there and I like sat in my shaking and I sat in this like anxiety that I had. And I was like, Lindsay, like had to walk myself like off the ledge, right? Like it is okay to take two days off of work to go celebrate your best friend's engagement. Like that is an okay thing to do. And when I like think about going out there, right, I'm starting to get giddy. I'm starting to get super excited and all these awesome things that are going to happen. 
And when I take the time to fill up my cup, when I take the time to do the things that I need to do, I know that Monday I'm going to come back to work so much more invigorated. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come back to work like an even better team player than I was before I left because I took the time to do the things that I needed to do. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that we get too wrapped up in like, well, it doesn't make sense. Like, of course I have to help everyone else first. When really like, if you take a second and step back and think about, okay, how am I when I'm depleted? How am I when I have zero mental capacity left? That's not actually helping anybody. And that was something that I think I had to learn quite a few times talk about getting like slapped in the face by your body the past few years has just been like, I'm not good to anyone, especially my clients. If I have zero energy or mental capacity or space to hold for them. Yeah. That's such a insane realization to come to you on your own. I mean, like, I think for me, it's taken a really long time too, but now it's like, I always come back to like, do I like who I am when I'm burned out and overwhelmed? Mm -hmm. Do I like how I'm showing up for the people in my life? And the answer is always like a resounding, no, I don't like this human being. I want to go back to who I am when I'm like smiling and joyful and I'm ready to hit the ground running. And like, how did I get from there to here? And it's always kind of like a, a backtrack in that way. But I know for me, it's super helpful just kind of like, being like, I don't like who I'm showing up for other people. How are you guys at asking for help? <laughs> yeah, all of our faces. Y'all listeners, I wish you could see our faces right now because they're all astoundingly uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm just laughing too because I literally, like before we hit record, I literally said that I had a breakdown this week because I deleted something I shouldn't have deleted. Um when really this wouldn't have happened if I had asked someone else to make the thing that I deleted. <laughs> and so <laughs> I am consistently running into a problem of, I don't want to ask for help. And Gabe gives me such a hard time about it all the time because I have so many great connections with people that could help me with things. And I just like, I don't know. Sometimes it's just like, stubbornness and then other times and I hear myself say it out loud and I'm like you're being ridiculous but it's like embarrassment to ask for help when then I say it out loud and I'm like Ariel come on how do you know that it's embarrassment I know what embarrassment feels like in my body and it like comes from that place when I go to say it but after I say something like I don't want to ask for help because it's like I'm embarrassed to ask for the help or like I'm embarrassed to not know how to do this thing um, after I say it out loud, which like this is why I'm such a huge fan of talking about your problems and like talking about things that you're working through or even just writing it down because after it comes out, you're like, oh, that was kind of silly. Like I should probably just ask some help. <laughs> yeah. How do you guys do that in – like talking through your feelings, talking through your vulnerabilities, talking through like, for me, that same voice comes up, that embarrassment voice. And then the voice of shame comes in is like, you shouldn't be embarrassed of that. You're more enlightened than this. Right. And it's just like this trifecta of just shame spiraling in my head. Yeah. 
Um, but you're a thousand percent right. Like things in our head sound so logical, sound so real. And then when you say them, or if you get into a journaling practice and you write about them and you actually see it or hear it, you're like, oof, like there's, there's <laughs> some fallacies there, right? So there is so much power in getting it out. How do you guys do that in romantic relationships, in your partnerships? I'm really lucky that Eric is the complete opposite of me in all of that sense. So, you know, I've never really had someone to lean on before, but now it's like I can literally, I literally will just be like, hey, can I tell you what I'm thinking about? And then I go on for like five minutes and then I stop. And I think like, I still in my head think like what I just said is like going to end the world. And he'll just look at me and be like, that was all just complete neurosis. I have no idea what <laughs> you're even talking about. Like you're ridiculous. Like go to sleep, like do something. And like I always walk away and I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I'm not going to break my leg tomorrow. Like, you know, it's just like, um, so I feel like very, very grateful to have someone who will just, you know, he listens, which is the important, most important thing. He doesn't, I, I can't stand when people will like be like, Hey, you should feel better. Or like, that's not true. But he just listens. And then he tells me you're being a little ridiculous, you know? <laughs> so I, I don't know how Gabe is with you, Ariel, but that's been super helpful for me. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things that I've learned this year is that sometimes I just want to vent. And then other times I want someone to be like, I want to get that tough love of like, Hey, get your shit together. Like you're fine. And then other times I want someone to just tell me that I'm okay and that it's going to be fine. And now the biggest thing that I try and do, and I don't always do it. It's not very, it's not successful all of the time, but I try and go into it. Like, hi, I need this before I start talking because <laughs> like it was getting to a point um, like even last year where like I would say something and I would get like the tough love and I would be like, that's not what I need right now. But like, I never communicated what I needed, you know? Um, so that's like, I get all of those things, which huge shout out to Gabe, because I don't know how, imagine like we live on a farm, like we're very secluded from other people. So we get like most of our interaction is just the two of us. And he deals with that at least a mental breakdown a week. And it's just like taking it in stride. He's like the best human. I think there's so much to be said too for what you were saying, Bloom, is like as much as you can be connected to one person, it's like they're still not mind readers. They don't know exactly what you right. need in the moment. And a lot of times, like exactly what you're saying, I'm like, I don't need you to tell me to be okay because I'm not okay right now. Right. But I'm like, did I ever communicate that? I guess it's like <laughs> it was the reverse role. I would try to make him feel better too, right? Mm -hmm. I have totally. like 12 year old Lindsay popping up in me right now like, oh, so you have securely attached partners, huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> I like that that's your 12 year old. Oh yeah, my 12 year old's a brat. I love her, but she's a total brat. She comes up a lot. I have to keep her in check. She's, she comes up frequently. She comes up as my like sense of humor. And sometimes I feel like, oof, Lindsay, like that's very harsh. Like tone yes. it down. Tone it down. We need to pull it back. We need well, to it reel back it in. Reel it in. Oh, yeah. Um so what did you, what was that aha moment when you were like, oh, like I <laughs> this sounds so basic, but it's like, I have to ask for my needs to be met. 
right? Like mm-hmm. we don't, we don't get to practice that. That's why it feels so crazy when we like ask for a raise or we do these different things that are like, no, like it's just a financial need or this is an emotional need. So mm-hmm. when did either one of you guys get to this place where you were like, oh, like if I express that odds are I'm going to have a much better response than what I'm getting. I honestly, it hit me when I was working with a client about her asking for what she needed. Fuck man. Our clients right? are our biggest mirrors. Literally so like so many times when I say something, I'm like, oof, that was it, a bad Lindsay. Keep that in your, keep that. Yeah. I literally remember, like, I remember talking to this client and being like, you need to ask for what you need. And when I said it out loud, I got chills and immediately wrote it down. And I was like, well, shit, Bloom, you got to listen <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> I feel like for me, it was like, I went through, well, I'm still like pretty disconnected from my mind and my body, but it's getting like much, much better. But there's a time in my life where I was like, my body was like in Australia and my brain was like in Canada, like that was the separation. So I had to go through like a really long process of like relearning how to like recognize thoughts first and then how to like respond to those thoughts and then how do I um like if I'm feeling uncomfortable or a certain way that's like not doesn't feel good in my body like literally sitting down and being like okay what do I need right now like is it food is it water is it connection and I would like go down a list and then pick even if I didn't know I'd be like okay I'm going to try number one and then like keep going down I feel like like you can really learn about a lot about yourself that way, but it takes the time to sit and really dive deep into what's going on physically and emotionally. I feel like that can be so tough too, because it can be really uncomfortable to like sit with emotion. Yeah. Why do you think I run all the time? (laughs) Oh my gosh. My, I, my therapist said the exact same thing to me. Cause like when I have, anxiety or any any feeling or emotion that I have deemed negative or maybe society has deemed negative and I have like absorbed that narrative so then that's mm-hmm. how I see it right so just trying to recognize like is this actual like discomfort do I not like what's happening or is it just something that's different from my like homeostasis mm-hmm. and any time I would feel like that anxious energy. It was like, oh, I'm just going to go move it. Like, I'm just going to go work out. I'm going to go hop on my Peloton. I'm going to go do an NC workout, whatever it is. Like, I'm just going to move and then it'll like move its way out of my body. And my therapist looked at me and she's like, yeah, how's that going for you? (laughs) I love that question. I, yeah. And I was like, fuck, like I'm still in your office. So (laughs) yeah, it like fixes it until it doesn't. Right. Right. (laughs) Means to an end. (laughs) what kind of practices do you guys use to get into your body to sink into those thoughts? Mm. I've been going for walks a lot lately and sometimes I'll, well, actually sometimes it's like asking for what I need. Like sometimes I'll go for a walk and then other times I will literally sit in the neck hammock and meditate and until you get hit by the door. Until I get hit by the door by the imaginary person that's there. Yeah. Because no one's in the closet. 
don't don't give me the thought that someone's I'm in the sorry I'm because sorry because now sorry. I'm like looking at the closet constantly so I can't watch scary movies because I internalize it yo <laughs> hey that could be scary movies movie. oh my gosh I'm sorry this I can't tangential but my dog might bark here in a second so I love movies love them I love like the cinematic experience and eating a snack and like whether I'm at home or in a theater, like I want to be immersed in that experience. Mm -hmm. And when it is scary, fuck that. Like I'm sweaty. I'm tense. I am like, I am that person that screams, oh shit in the theater and everyone laughs because I'm so scared. Like, no, no. Scary movies can go rot. Oh, scary movies are my number one. What? Which is crazy because I'm a human being with so much anxiety but i just sit there and i'm like yeah is okay, I am should really, we unpack this should we should we talk to I'm the ha- parts? what well i, I would hate okay. it so, so much it, i've always been like that but super interesting i was reading an article the other day that said people who enjoy scary movies who have a lot of anxiety might enjoy them because like it's like controlled anxiety that you can like feel and be like, okay, this is fake. I'm okay. Type mm, situation. I see I that. Like, oh, yeah, that interesting. makes sense. But yeah, I'm super into it while the movie's playing and like not scared, not a screamer, not sweating, just like thoroughly enjoying it. But then it'll be like five, ten minutes after, and I'm just like, I can't walk the dogs. No. I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I watched it, the remake in the theaters. And I literally could not step over a sewer grade for like two and a half years. Like I the original will never be one, the same. or you watch the remake. I watched the remake. I watched the original one, and that's what ruined scary movies for yep. me when I was younger. Same. I was a grom. I was a small child. Yeah. I didn't go to the bathroom by myself for like three months. Yeah. I thought a clown was gonna come out the toilet and get me. I literally can't still I still don't walk by sewer grades at night. I don't trust everything it. floats down here though, Ariel. I hate it. I didn't even like that voice. And I don't hear it again. <laughs> Scary movies have like some of the best cinematography. You can't can't say they don't. Just like no, I mean, listen, oh, dude, prop. have you seen Avatar? Come on, nothing about that was I scary, seen and it was beautiful. <laughs> I haven't the seen movie Avatar. is like three hours long. Okay, and it's beautiful. It is gorgeous. It's beautiful three hours. <laughs> yeah, you want it? You want some self care bloom? Go watch Avatar. I don't. Oh man! Actually, fun fact, and this is maybe like more than I should share on an NC Fit podcast, but whatever. I'm the host. <laughs> we're the host. We can. Do <laughs> we're the host. We do what we want. Um, so Avatar came out when we were in high school, right? Yeah. And I was. I feel like there's a statute of limitations on this, so I can say it, not incriminate myself. Everything's um, fine. We went to like IMAX 3D to see it because everyone was freaking out about how beautiful it was. Mm-hmm. And I um, was not as much of a said stoner at that point in my life as I was towards the tail end of high school. And so I was like just getting into smoking pot, like thought I was super cool, was hanging out with like all these stoners and they're like, we're going to go get high and watch IMAX 3D Avatar. I was like, cool, sick. And they got me so chowded, like so toasted. I was dodging shit as it came <laughs> to the screen. Like I, so Avatar actually in retrospect, the first time I saw it, terrifying movie. <laughs> I get time I saw it, however. Sober is a judge, beautiful and great. <laughs> I can just imagine 
being someone else in that theater and being like, what is this girl on? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like jumping like, out of your seat. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine the little tails and these like firefly things just coming at you? It was, it was nuts. Anyway. That was also like one of the first movies like really, really mastered for like 3D. So you were probably just in all sorts of ways like, oh, dude, I was out my gourd. I was not okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Back to when we were talking about meditation. <laughs> Curious <Great> segue. <laughs> here. Have either of you guys ever done a sound bath? Yeah, man. You're talking well, about, no, like I have... you're talking to such woo-woo Lindsay right now. Lay it on me. Okay, no, I really am curious about your experience because I did one like last month in Joshua Tree and I had the ride of a lifetime. So I'm just curious like what it was like for you. Were you Can we talk about what it is? Yeah, go for it, LD. Okay. Wait, oh Bloom, what? Hair mask wanna, and now sound baths. Oh, geez. Why am I the one that's Get weird? out of Texas. Get out of Texas. <laughs> I need answers. And then you can tell me about your experience. So I honestly don't know too much about it. Lindsay might be better to explain the actual ins and outs of it than I am. But basically this lady, this woman played, she has like a bunch of different, um, I'm not sure what the material is, but like bell like structures almost that she takes, right? Yeah. Like bowls. And she, um, she plays them and each of them are a different note. Mm -hmm. And the sound is, is like nothing else. You're, she was explaining like total different frequencies and nothing else that like your ear hears in in life and it's like an incredibly relaxing and restorative experience lens i don't know if you want to add to that because that's basically the extent of my knowledge yeah so i could do a lot more research on sound bath science i'm sure but what's coming up for me right now is the fact that uh, we're all energy man yeah um so we're all energy right we're all vibrating at a certain frequency if that's the way you want to look at it um, when we think of like fight or flight, there's certain things that our nervous system does. One of them is like our eyes dilate towards the horizon. Our, our ears actually change the tonal range that they're like cueing into. So they're listening for very, very low, like growls and grumbles and very high pitch, like screams, right? So our ears actually have a, the ability to throw a, like shoot cortisol through our body and throw us into this like fight or flight. So on the other side of that, right, when you're playing these bowls and they're at these frequencies that our ears register, it's actually like a down regulation of the nervous system. And it's this ability to kind of change your body's energy through like this very huge sensory modality, right? Um, there's also different ways that they can like, I don't know, LD, if you were like in like a big yurt or like dome kind of thing, a lot of times it's in domes just because the way the sound is like, travels through the room um i've also had experiences where people are playing the bowls and you're doing like sacred like chanting um mm -hmm. and they'll set you up in kind of this like sacred geometry so that even your voices and the cacophony of voices is hitting in a different way um and and then that's even more somatic right because now you're mixing like your breath like because if you're singing or you're chanting there's a certain breath rhythm that you're getting into then you're experiencing these different vibrations and these different sounds. Um, and it's pretty crazy. 
like whether you placebo yourself into it or not, like it, the energy is pretty, pretty fucking wild. That's it was insane. absolutely wild. Like where, where I went in Joshua Tree, it's this like one of a kind structure, nothing like it in a world totally engineered for that sound experience. And you had to walk in and say an intention in front of the whole group, right? And, and where you said it, your voice. Ooh, was what was your intention? Dude, I can't remember. I was totally, I think I was like totally blacked out after that experience. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to bring it back. I think it was something like um, to show love to everyone I meet possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, they give you the whole spiel of like, you might fall asleep. You might be in a different state. Like this is amazing meditation. And I'm like laying down, like, I'm not going to meditate at all. I never meditate. I'm, my brain never comes down. This is going to be so stupid. And I swear to God, like the second she started playing completely, just like crying, like tears, Mm. like coming down my whole face, like don't know what was going on. And then I saw like my brain just went to this other place. Like I saw my life play back and then I saw everything it wanted to be as well. And it was like an hour long session, but it felt like, like done, like in a moment. And then we ended the session with, um, she had us tell the room what we were grateful for. And it was just like the most amazing sensory experience. I think maybe I've, I've ever had. And I came out of there just feeling totally relaxed and rejuvenated and like, you know, ready for, for anything. I was totally taken by surprise by that experience. I like that your 12 year old Laura voice is, and I can do anything. I don't meditate. <laughs> All right. All right. Bloom. I'm starting to feel like Laura and I are the normal ones. I'd love to hear your 12 year old because clearly <laughs> ours sound like, uh, what is it in train wreck? Oh, Helen knows the owner. <laughs> <laughs> what are you an appliance? Stone? <laughs> oh my God. See normal. Um, I think, no, yeah, I don't, um, I don't know what my 12 year old voice is. Wait till the next time you're kind of being a brat and then like tune in and listen. Yeah, I'll let you guys know. Um, Listeners, we'll get back to you. Yeah. Bloom, once you find out what her voice is, I dare you to uh, segue intro us into the podcast using your 12-year-old voice. Okay, so everyone needs to listen to this episode though so that they're in on the joke. It's even better if they don't. Yeah, that's true. Um, Laura, to your point though, right? Like our senses ground us in this present moment right here, right now. So like my favorite exercise when clients are like super, super in their heads or like fluttery or, you know, in this highly triggered states is like the five, four, three, two, one. Are you guys mm-hmm. familiar with that? It's like five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, one thing you can taste. And, um, I know I just went over that really quickly listeners, but if you are like somewhere and you're feeling your anxiety rise, if you are experiencing something and you feel really triggered, whatever it is looking around in this moment for those five things, right? It's just our five senses and it inherently brings you into now because right now is like all we have time to really register. Like depressed, we could be caught in yesterday, anxious, we could be caught in tomorrow and like what can bring us here now. So it makes total sense that when you like hyper focus on one of those senses, right? This one being your, what you can hear, that it would 
bring you down to such an incredibly mindful and meditative state. That's such a powerful exercise. That's one I use a lot. And like, I think a lot of times I'll start it and I'll be like, okay, five things I can see. And I'll be like, I don't hear four things. I only hear one thing. I only hear one thing. I don't hear four things. And then I like, I'll start over. And it's like, it's amazing to just see how the anxiety dissipates. Cause then I can hear four things. And then I go into the next one. I'm like, I only can taste, you know, whatever it is, but just going back and just like walking it through. Like sometimes it's not a one and done shot. I'll go through it like eight times. Um, but it, it always down regulates my system. I love that. Boom. Listeners, if you take nothing away from this other than mine and LD's 12 year old voice, some grounding <laughs> exercises and why LD's a creep for liking scary movies. We've done our job. <laughs> We're going to put up a poll, scary movies. Yes or no. We should. We actually I should do that. We should. I want to I want it. So listeners, maybe you let us know, send us a review, send us a DM, hit up NC fit. Should we use the NC fit social platform for our own individual polls? Like, sure. We can know if you like thrusters or pull-ups, but we also want to know. We need to know if you like scary scary movies movies whack or not. (laughs) We have a lot of questions. Also, what does your 12-year-old voice sound like? (laughs) Yes. Oh, guys, if you could send us a voice recording, lindsay at nc.fit, send me a voice recording of your uh, 12-year-old self. I will transpose it at the end of this episode. I'll put all your 12-year-old voices in. (laughs) Lindsay at nc.fit. Can we do that? I mean, if someone- Can we do that for every episode? Send me cool things. Dude, I swear, if my email blows up, we're just, <laughs> just going to We'll have to bring somebody else on the team to feel, feel those. <laughs> just making jobs left and right here. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's, Jason's like, Lindsay, what'd you do today? I'm like, well, let me tell you about the 400 voice memos I got from people giving me their 12-year-old self. <laughs> it's going to be like, what, what are you doing? What is this podcast? It's the content that people didn't know they needed. Right? You're welcome. Uh, Epic ladies. Well, any last words? Anything you want to throw out there? Any weird tangents you want to go on before we tell the listeners to have a great Monday? No, I think having a great Monday is where it's at. All right. Anything? I mean, finish your day with a scary movie is all I got to say. Don't even start your week like that. Why would you say that? Yeah, yikes. That would put me in a very bad place. That is I, a do, I do way. think that the three of us should have a movie night and each okay. one of us picks a movie. And this is going to be a long night. So maybe it'll start at like 2 p.m. But <laughs> a movie day. We, we both go to bed. All of us go to bed at like 9 p.m. <laughs> We each pick a movie. I already know LDs is going to be scary, but the other two have to just like sit and witness and be a part of it. And then uh, I don't know if that sounds fun. Fine. I'm in. I'm and in. we're not allowed to tell ourselves that we're a piece of shit for starting movies at 2 p.m. and not finishing until 10 p.m. and not leaving our house. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm in. Deal. Uh, perfect. All right, listeners, we will let you go. We'll let you have your Monday morning or afternoon or whenever you're listening to this back. Much love. Bye, guys. Bye.